Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. One night in Edmonton, we were out on the town, and there was a guy by the name of Bane Nori. How about that? Bane says, I did I ever tell you guys about the night I was out with the Rolling Stones? And I'm like, come on! What was Mick Jagger like? And he's like, well, no, no, Mick Jagger and Keith Richards weren't there. It was the rest of the band. And I hit the floor. You weren't with the Rolling Stones then, Bane. Keith Richards and Mick Jagger are the Rolling Stones. <laughs> exactly. Like This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hi, everybody. It's one of those days where I just couldn't wait to get on the air. I couldn't wait to get into Century Downs Racetrack and Casino. Couldn't wait to be talking to you on Game Plus Television and WQEE Radio. And literally, whatever the heck you want us to talk about, we'll delve into. There are so many things on the go here. I'm in Calgary. Darren Moose Dupont joins us from the NHL's Bermuda Triangle. That's where he is. We covered the weekend last hour in this spot what we went through so i'm going to move forward uh, it's not black monday per se but there i guess there's one not even a firing it's the way the cfl does things now nobody gets fired actually i think it's an edmonton thing nobody gets fired like with the orders for years just we got reshuffled you so Stephen McAdoo, the offensive coordinator of the Elks, who are 0-8, has been reshuffled to an advisory role. Jarius Jackson replacing Stephen McAdoo this morning. Canada as offensive coordinator of the Elks. Canada losing 4-0 to the host Australian team at the Women's World Cup. They're coming home empty-handed. And there's a lot of people going off on the uh, Saskatchewan Rough Riders quarterback situation, the quarterback controversy, and we'll get to that. Great questions coming in. Um, and I just welcome everybody all over North America, wherever you're tuned in, to, to sit back and enjoy. Because we're not just going to talk about sports. We're going to go through a few life lessons. And I'm not even sure how this came up. I was running to the bathroom in the break, Moose, coming back, thinking about what I was going to talk about here. And I will tell you, this is the only segment we'll need you this hour. In hour two, Kevin the Medium is going to be sitting in our guest chair here. We'll be talking CFL football. There'll be a lot of CFL this hour. And I don't know why. I just want to say... I don't know how it came up in my mind, but it was like, you need to... Oh, it was Sean Payton. That's what it was. That's what it was. Sean Payton, the coach of the Denver Broncos. You and I didn't even get into this last hour. I did a little bit with Gus Farratt. He shoots off his mouth with USA Today. And to be honest, I spend half my time in the United States of America, soon to be way more than that. And I 
I, I consume all of the NFL coverage. You know, my favorite is the USA Today. I hate them as a news and political publication, but sports, they're bang on. And Sean Payton, the coach of the Denver Bron Broncos, said the coach that was in there in Denver last year, Nathaniel Hackett, did the worst job of coaching in NFL history. So there's that. And now, and you know all this, right? You know, you're following this. Yeah. Nathaniel Hackett had just come from three years as offensive coordinator in Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers. He got fired in Denver last year, and now he's with the Jets as the offensive coordinator. It prompted Aaron Rodgers to come out and on, I think it was NFL Network yesterday, and basically say, he gave him the uh, Will Smith, Chris Rock treatment. Get my OC's name out your mouth. And the thing is, Sean Payton, Sean Mahey, you want a Super Bowl in America, you have to understand, you want a Super Bowl, you can pretty much do anything you want. You can walk into Ruth's Chris Steakhouse and take a leak on the carpet if you If you want a Super Bowl, you can do whatever you want. And Sean Payton's been doing whatever he wants. But when you shoot your mouth off, you better be careful for the consequences. For me, it's not just a 34-year broadcast career I've been shooting my mouth off. I've been shooting my mouth off since I came out of the womb. My family will tell you that. I don't know any other way. I'm trying to get a little bit better, Darren. But thank gosh we work for the Rod Peterson show. We don't really got to worry about taking anybody off. And we don't say anything real bad, but I'll, I'll go back to the story from, a, from an hour ago where I said I was at the Calgary Stampeders watch party last night, and the guy came up to me, real nice guy. Chris introduced himself, and he's like, I really love your show, Rod. I follow all you that you do, but I used to hate you. I hated you. You were the Saskatchewan guy. I couldn't, you know, but I've been telling all my friends, you got to watch that show because I think Rod's coming around. I'm like, I've been coming around for two years. I've been paying for two years for shooting my mouth off about the Calgary Stampeders. And having said two years is a long time, Darren. And that's why I think it's going so well in America for me because I go down there and nobody knows. I mean, it's a lot of work to start over at my age, but it's fun. And as one of those Florida um, wealthy types said to me on the weekend, they're like, there is an unlimited, unlimited amount of opportunity for you here with your talent and your experience. Hence, here we are. So that's my opening monologue of hour two at Century Downs Racetrack and Casino. Your take on Sean Payton and Aaron Rodgers before we get into these CFL things. Yeah, I saw this a couple different angles. Um, one, I saw the tweet, I don't know if you did, from Peter Schrager. He's on Good Morning Football on the NFL Network. He does a lot of pregame show I don't follow him. Fox. Yeah. But he goes on Fox. And, and so, Sean, but the reason why it's relevant, Sean Payton worked at Fox, you know, while he wasn't coaching. And he worked closely with Peter Schrager. And, and what, what Peter said was that if Sean Payton said this, it was calculated. Sean Payton doesn't do or say anything unless it's intentional and calculated. So I started thinking, well, what's the reason? Is it to, you know, give Russell Wilson a scapegoat and get his confidence in the right place and say, look it, that's on the coach. I'm not putting that on you, Russ. So I have 100% confidence in you. And if that's what he needs to do to get them on the right foot, then so be it. But Aaron Rodgers did come out, you're right, and say, you know, defended his coach. He said he had him in Green Bay, maybe the most fun, favorite coach he's ever had. Um, maybe it wasn't as much directed at Nathaniel Hackett as much as maybe it was a message, you know, for Russell Wilson and the, and the Broncos players. Uh, and by the way, here's the thing, too, by the way. Interesting you say that. 
I think football coaches all have a type. They're not all the same. Like Mark Tressman couldn't be more different than Chris Jones. And Ken Miller couldn't be more different than Sean Payton. And you know what I mean? Like, they, But it's they're largely the same. And I think they're calculated in everything that they do. And there are, yeah, and just pause for a second. I know that there's a lot of Ryder fans watching tuned in. And they're going off about the quarterback. Darren and I gave our thoughts on who should start next week. We both said Mason Fine, did we not? I, I did. Yes. What did you say? Yeah, we both think yeah. Mason Fine should start. So there's that. Now they're all going off about the president should be fired, that this should be fired. It's too late, guys. It's the middle of summer. If you thought you had a problem in those areas, you should have addressed it in the offseason or before. It's too late now. The train's going off the tracks. You need to let the train go off the tracks before you could administer the recovery effort and the cleanup. So there's that. And I'll also say this about uh, what you say with Peyton and it's calculated. Sometimes I feel like I don't give myself enough credit with what I've learned in life and in my training as a recovery coach, a diploma as an addiction treatment specialist, uh, interventions, grief, trauma, stress management, certification, all of that. There's 36 different personality types, Darren, 36 different types, and you'll meet them all by the time you're 40. So you got a few years to go. But I think this is, so I'll tie this back in with the CFL. And then, I'll, by the way, we do have some NHL to get to, including our poll question today. Will the Vegas Golden Knights repeat as Stanley Cup champions? I've said yes. It's brought to you by Key Auto Group. But Chris Jones is the same in terms of being calculated. And when he came out last year, and called out Cody Vajardo leading into the season, Saskatchewan's quarterback. He completely spun Cody into the ditch mentally. It really did. Now, having said that, Sask went into Edmonton and won. I think it motivated Cody in that one particular game there, right? But I think Jones is the same. When he says something, there's always something behind it. A guy like me, that's, how, that's why I wonder why Jones and I get along so well. Because we're not that similar. I shoot my mouth off quite often without thinking. But that's why I'm sitting in front of the camera. That's why I have a show. That's right. You know, the Chris Jones show would last, what, a day? It's not sustainable. It's not entertaining. I mean, he's entertaining, but in small doses. Um, so th that's my point. So with this changing of the offensive coordinator thing, you, you people really need to examine this for a second and we went through the sass quarterback situation we went through the hamilton situation with bo levi breaking his leg i did do you believe in a curse we've had this so many times this discussion i still can't figure it out but i think there is something to a curse i do actually i i know it now that i think about it and people that I've been introduced to in this town by Kevin the Medium, there is such a thing as curses. So somebody has cursed the Hamilton Tiger Cats. I won't go so far as to say Bo Levi Mitchell, but they need to go in there and have a seance or a sacrifice or something. Kill a chicken yeah. in the middle of the Hamilton Tiger Cats locker room because they have an issue there. They're clearly cursed. I don't need to be convinced about that. But... The president of the Elks, Victor Quee, I didn't see the quote, but I guess he'd said, we, we just need some luck. We just need some luck. And I had one of these football guys on the weekend say to me, he goes, could you imagine Norm Kimball or Hugh Campbell, two legendary Edmonton Eskimo uh, executives saying, we just need some luck? He's like, those guys never talked about luck. It's not about luck. And, uh, I, and I think this guy's right when he says that. What do you think about Victor Quee saying we need some 
luck. I don't think luck's what they need. I don't. No, but again, you come back to like, what's the message here? You know, is he trying to say, you know, instill faith in the players and the, and the coaches and say, look at, they're doing their job. We just need a few things to go our way. You know, and is this a message to the media, but it's actually a hidden message, you know, to his staff. You know, and, and when you say these things, you know, you don't want to come out in the media and say, look at, we need better players. You know, and then everybody else in the locker room that you have to go to battle with here. You're not changing them right now. Then it's a bad situation. But they do need some things to go their way. But they also need somebody in that locker room to step up and take ownership of this and lead this team somewhere, right? Somebody's got to step up, make a play, do something, well, and say, look it, we're going. I love the comment. I think you're right. And by the way, we got some good ones here from the audience. Uh, Argo Fluffy. Argo Fluffy writes in and says, I'll never put down my Ticats voodoo doll. <laughs> He's saying that? he put the curse on the Ticats. From Mark K. watching, he says the Elks curse started when Taylor Cornelius picked number 15 to wear. Rich, there might be something to that. I didn't. What are you wearing 15? What are you allowing him to wear number 15 for? For show. Sh Rich in Edmonton says the disgruntled masses in E-Town don't believe slash think it's just down to bad luck. I don't think it is either. I, your president seems to think that has something to do with it. I do not. And I'm getting squirreled out here right now. Um, we'll have to bring in Kevin the Medium to calm me down next segment. John Ohm in Winnipeg writes in and says, uh, agreed. He's a Ryder fan there. He says, agreed, wait till the season plays out and start the firing. Here it is. I agree. Let's let the riders fail and then fire them all at the end of the season. They're not making firings now. Um, so there's that. Thoughts, Moose? I need to collect well, my thoughts for a second. There's a lot going on here go right back. now. Let me go back to Hamilton because I still have thoughts on the Bo Levi thing. And, you know, the more sure. I read, you know, comments on social about it, you know, there's questions of why didn't he kneel down? There was a little bit of room to kneel down. Um, again, if you had put the third string quarterback in there, you know, your short yardage guy, and he took the snap and fumbled it and it turned into a touchdown, you'd be saying, that's why you got to have your starter in there. He's comfortable. It's his hands. You got to have your starter in there. If he breaks his leg or he gets a fracture, which means he'll probably come back sooner. Sounds like he'll go on the sixth game and be able to come back when that's done. Now you're saying, I should have had the third string quarterback in there. Like you said at the beginning, football's the ultimate hindsight sport, right? And hindsight's always 2020. Um, you always look back and whether, you know, the, the, the rookie or the, the backup would have fumbled it, you would have said the starter should have been in there in that key moment. That's the one time. But because Bo hurts himself, you think it should have been the backup. Either way, that's just the way it goes sometimes. And maybe, you know, that's the curse we're talking about. Well, and that's, I, what do we say? There's another thing. People will love you no matter what you do, and some will hate you no matter what you do. And therefore, you just got to keep doing what you're going to want to need to do, want to do what you think's best. And so, Jeff, the Stamps fan says, can you imagine if Winnipeg brass listed, listened to Bomber fans after O'Shea's first year? I think he was one in four, and they all wanted Mike O'Shea to be fired. And whether it was Kyle Walters or the president 
Wade Miller. Either one of them, I don't know. But that's why you need a strong leader in there, not a guy with a jellyfish spine. And unfortunately, the guys with a jellyfish spine seem to <laughs> be running prevalent, running sports teams and companies and radio and TV stations, believe me. That's the way that it is now. So if you don't have a strong leader that can block out the noise, you're going to be in a lot of trouble, and that's where a lot of these franchises are. And that's why... Oh, my God, I've landed the plane. <laughs> Unreal. I thank you for that. I don't believe what the Elks are going through is on Chris Jones or on Stephen McAdoo. The problems go way, way, way back. Um, before Chris Preston, the guy that changed the name from the Eskimos to the Elks, to Len Rhodes, who I know him personally. I didn't feel he was a very strong guy. And he fired Ed Hervey, and then Len Rhodes got fired, and then this Chris Preston came in, and he didn't know the CFL from the LCF or the uh, whatever. He, they didn't know... Squat should never have been hired. And that's all on the board. The Edmonton Eskimos Elks board. They're the ones that have the blood on their hands. That's why when this train goes off the tracks in Ryderville, which is on the way, I'm sitting there going, it's the board. You guys don't understand. You guys in these community-owned teams are allowing them off the hook way too easily. You're pointing the finger at the wrong person. And in Winnipeg, they put in Wade Miller and said, you go do it. <laughs> Ever hear anybody say Wade Miller's not strong? You won't. <laughs> right? You won't. No, not at all. No, and we had a really long talk at a lounge here in Calgary not that long ago with some CFL alumni, guys that had played with Wade by name, Matt Sheridan, Mike Abumeshrick, and they actually like him a lot. The thing with Wade is he doesn't suffer fools. And he doesn't suffer mediocrity. So if you're not performing, you're gone. And that's not the case in some. But look, we'll look at SAS last year, 6 and 12, everybody comes back. And then they say, oh, we predicted, we knew there'd be a down year. What? <laughs> you're hosting the Great Cup. Who believes this stuff? But they believed it. No. Yeah. So now they get what they get. Okay, Moose, you're done. Kevin, the medium's coming in next. That'll be fun. Appreciate you. You bet. Enjoy the day. Talking a lot of CFL football today. We'll get into the two and five Stampeders when we come back. And the BC Lions. What are they, Kev? Six and one, seven and one, eight and one, nine and a half, six and one. We're, uh, we'll be right back on Game Plus TV, WQEE Radio, podcast, and YouTube Live. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. PlayNow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. A site with hundreds of slot games, your favorite live table games, and the PlayNow Sportsbook. Head over to www.playnow.com slash rpshow to claim your $50 casino reward. That's www.playnow.com slash rpshow for your $50 casino reward. PlayNow.com 19 plus. Use your game sense. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
All right, welcome back live, everybody. Century Downs Racetrack and Casino. By the way, coming your way here, the World Professional Chuck Wagon Association World Finals, August 23rd to the 25th. You can get your tickets now at showpass.com. We'll be here for it. Come on down and say hey. Just like many did on Saturday uh, here for Packwood Grand. Man, was that something else. There's breaking news on this Monday in the world of Canadian sports. The Edmonton Elks making some coaching stay, uh, changes. Following their 0-8 start, pass game coordinator and quarterbacks coach Jarius Jackson is taking over as offensive coordinator. But current OC Stephen McAdoo is not being fired. He's being reassigned within the organization. And I appreciate Nelson for writing in from Twitter that uh, TSN's Ryan Rashog reporting today, which is interesting because the Elks are on a bye, that Jared Daggy is immediately being named the number one quarterback, Trey Ford number two. And... Cornelius dropped down to three. So if you ever want to know how much authority an offensive coordinator has on a Chris Jones team, there you go. They changed the OC, and the quarterback pecking order changes mightily. Well, a CFL guy's Kevin the Medium. He joins us here live at Century Downs. Kevin Hughes, he's also our sales coordinator. How are you doing, Kev? I, if I was any better, you'd, I'd be twins. You'd be twins. <laughs> nice, nice work. <laughs> how about um, it's ended up being a very large CFL day. By the way, the Blue Jays are home to the uh, Orioles tonight. It's a four-game set, and the Jays are five and a half back for the di division lead. Craig Ballard joining us next segment to talk about uh, the series and the trade deadline from Locked On Blue Jays. We have not talked enough, and that's probably the, the Stampeders are probably happy that we haven't talked much about them. They lost 25-18 at Montreal last night. Death, taxes, and Fajardo winning. That's what you can guarantee. You like that one? I did. I, I was actually sitting over there and I did giggle when you Jeff, said Jeff, taxes, time. and Fajardo winning. <laughs> uh, so we, let's put a pause on the Elks thing and the Sass quarterback thing and the Bo Levi broken leg thing. I just realized there's a lot of stuff in the CFL to talk about right now going into week nine. How about my BC Lions? The BC Lions. Yes. Sh another shutout. Yes, it was against It's only Edmonton, Edmonton man. It does matter. It's two shutouts in one season. It does matter. When does when has that ever happened? Even back when Hamilton was one and seven, they never got shut out. So Sorry. what about it? Did, did you come he, here to gloat today? I or? did. I did. BC's defense is probably one of the best defenses I've seen since Wake was on the team. Mm-hmm. When was that? Twenty? No, geez. Around 2010. 2010. Ish. 29. Yeah. Ish. 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 Um, the EMJ marketing text line is open and just, whew, the Ryder fans are fired up. Metal Shingle Guy writes in and says, well, Rod, Mason finds now 0-4 as a starter. What has changed? Time for the big man. Bring him out. He's talking about Jake Delegato, the third-string quarterback who's six foot seven. Wilf and Steinbach, Manitoba, says, uh, hi, Rod. The Riders need offensive line help, but perhaps... Jeremy O'Day, the general manager, could suit up. I still have hope for Mason Fine. Jim and Belgoni writes in and he says, hot garbage. Maybe Edmonton should consider that for another name change. Approved. <laughs> Here's a good start. You've been, like I said, you and I are around the same age. Um, are the Edmonton Ducks the worst team in CFL history? They have to be. I, I, I think they are. I don't think, I, I mean, I've been watching I don't remember not watching the CFL, and I'm 58. Um, I don't think I've ever seen a worse team. Even back when Hamilton was playing at I Never Win Stadium. Um, <laughs> Never Win Stadium, yes. If they weren't this bad. At least they had hope. I, there's no hope for Edmonton right now. 
No, and when you don't have hope, that's the, that's the worst place to be. It is, isn't right? It? So we believe that yes, the Edmonton Elks are the worst team in the CFL. But you're Kevin the Medium. You're a spiritual guy. Any of this linked to the fun conspiracy theory that this is karma getting them for changing the name from Eskimos to Elks? Give it a rest. You don't believe that? It has nothing to do with a name change. It has everything to do with lack of um, chemistry, lack of it, whatever it is that a team gets, like BC has, like, uh, I'm going to say it, like Winnipeg has, like Calgary used to have. Um, Yeah. It's that it factor. They don't have the it factor right now, and who knows how how to fix it? Glad it ain't me. Oh, that needs to too. figure it out, or and I'm glad I'm not broadcasting their games, believe me. Uh, I feel sorry for those guys, Morley and Dave. There. I have been there. It's not. It's not. Chris Jones <laughs> is hard to interview after a win, not after 21 consecutive straight losses. Allie in Texarkana waving says, hi, Kevin. Hi. Um, John Ohm. Ohm in Winnipeg says, how do you spell win? R-O-D. Oh, thank you, John. I appreciate you. He's in Winnipeg, and I'll say it again. I'll never forget you weren't on the call, but it was DuPont looking up uh, analytics, and he was like, our number one city for viewership is now Winnipeg. He looked at me like, for my reaction. And I was like, that doesn't surprise me. I talk about shooting my mouth off in this town, and you've been around me long enough to realize now it's been a lot of cleaning up in this town for the last two years. (laughs) We're finally getting it cleaned up. But Winnipeg, like, within 24 hours of me leaving the Riders, they were like, come on in as a town. They were unbelievable and continue to be. And you know why? They just love their sports. They do. They don't put on airs. They knew that I was the Rider guy and I was just, it was my job. Not my job anymore. I mean, I Calgary's call, just figuring that out. I call them the Smurf Mafia, but it's fun Winnipeg stuff. fans are good fans. They're not bad fans, just like Rider fans. Yeah. It's, it's a big overreaction Monday day. I know you like this, uh, that term, don't you? I do. Uh, Rich in Edmonton says, by the way, I'm telling you, some of those mid-1980s Ottawa teams were as bad. Not worse, but as bad. Well, if they don't win a game, there won't be a debate. Well, They will go down as the worst team ever. And now they're in their bye, and then they come out of their bye, and they play Winnipeg. Um... It doesn't look good. <laughs> no, but you never know. Um, you're seeing a big disparity in the Canadian Football League. I'll just read one more because I like it. John in Winnipeg says, John Ohm says, Winnipeg loves Rod. Fact. Rod loves Winnipeg. lot of great, great, great fans there. So it does not surprise me one bit that our number one city for viewership is Winnipeg. But if you know math at all, it's a numbers thing. It's far bigger than Regina. And 750,000 in Winnipeg alone is about the size of Saskatchewan as it is, yeah. just based on numbers. There's no fewer people watching in Saskatchewan. That's the point. It's just grown in Winnipeg. Well, yeah. That's all. Uh, Bo Levi broke his leg. It's a big CFL day, and that's fine. Coming out of week eight, looking towards week nine, and the NFL hasn't kicked off yet, nor college. Uh, and we're not the Blue Jays show, but we're going to talk about that next. Bo Levi breaking his leg. How much are you on that story? You know what? I I plan to write an article about it uh, today, but my question is why was he why was he in the game? 
Um, and what was he doing? It didn't make sense to me. I, again, I didn't watch the game. I was off on holidays. But it just didn't make sense the way I read it that he was in. And two, what was he doing? Take a knee. Like you say, even if it's in the end zone, give up the two points. You still got the lead. And they wouldn't have time to score, I wouldn't think. I mean, they, anything's possible in the CFL, but I question now becomes, is that the end? Is this a, oh. a, a Lule? You look back when Lule was, it was Lule's shoulder. And I'll never forget it. He heard it playing Montreal the first time, and he heard it the second time playing Montreal, and that was the last game. Is this Bo's last game? Does he, does he turn to coaching now? I tell you, as you know, I've spent enough time in this town. It's fascinating in a way, the way the end of the Bo Levi era went. And, and, and sad. Like, nobody really talks about it. If it was the Flames, they'd still be talking about it. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh. But Bo Levi gets sat down, loses his job to Jake Mayer. And if he could have left that day, he would have. But he had to wait till the end of the season, sit there and eat spit. I admire him for all of that. And then, like, literally the second of the season was over. U-Haul pulled up, gone. But we wouldn't have had that moment in the Western semifinal where Bo comes in. You're, you're still lost, house. so it doesn't matter. But it was that moment where he's, it's like he came in and everybody was like, oh, my God, Bo's coming in. Ryan in New York State says, I'd be curious to see if the Tiger Cats try to employ the services of one law office of McLeod Bethel Thompson. I'm on record as saying I'll eat my shorts if Macbeth comes back to the CFL. I'll eat my shorts. He ain't coming back. From Patrolman Pete. By the way, I thought I saw McLeod Bethel Thompson in a car in front of our Calgary hotel, waiting in the parking lot. McLeod Bethel Thompson. If it wasn't him, it looked just like him. Everybody has a doubleganger. <laughs> Jeff the Stams fan says it was sad, Rod, but that's how it goes. Yeah, and you need to be allowed the opportunity to move on to the next thing. You know, flip the page, move on to the next chapter. And Bo's doing that, and it's the next chapter's been sad. It's tough. I don't even know if he'll go on TSN now. Somewhat hope. I hope he does whatever he'd like to do. Wouldn't that be nice? I think you'll see him on the panel. Patrolman P says, it's not that unusual for a starting quarterback to play the final snaps. The only question is why he didn't just take a knee. Well, they're saying, because I turned the TV off. I thought it was over. They were at the two. Had he taken a knee, he'd have been in the end zone. They would have given up a safety, had he kick off. And I'm like, didn't, as I said earlier, give up the safety. But I never coached a football game. Never even played football. Which, by the way, the curse. Do you think Hamilton's curse? No. I come don't, on. I don't. Come on. It's sports. I mean, you have winning streaks and you have losing streaks. It's um, It's just it's not, the way it is. not related to a name change or somebody didn't go, woo -doo, woo -doo, you won't win as long as. <laughs> Who was, what was it, the famous baseball team that had the curse? Come on, it's not a the curse. The Red Sox. Yes, it gets in your head. It's, it's, a, it's a human thing. It's not a curse. It drives me nuts when I hear it. So why is Edmonton so bad? Lack of players, lack of talent. It has nothing to do with a name change. It's like saying I'm. You think it's change. ridiculous? That's like I'm going to change my name to Dave, and all of a sudden uh, your life's going to change. Yes, it's not. It's it's just a name. People need to. It's. I saw something on the on Facebook that the 
fans around Washington are trying to get him to bring back the Redskins name. And because it's a curse, they changed the name. It's not because they changed the name. It has nothing to do with it. You're fully confident in that. 100%. Okay. And that's not just Kevin the Medium. That's just common sense. Jeff the Stamps fan says it's the curse of Ricky Ray. <laughs> that Cornelius is wearing 50. There's a lot that? of things that have gone against the Edmonton football franchise. Yes. How about that? Yes. How about that? I'm not done with you. But I am for this segment. Okay. We come back in overtime. Anytime you need me. Get some, uh, get your Blue Jays questions ready. Craig Ballard joins us next from the Locked On Blue Jays podcast. We are live from Century Downs Racetrack and Casino. And that reminds me, we will have to update our poll question today. Will the Vegas Golden Knights repeat as Stanley Cup champions? Don't answer it yet, Kev. I'll ask you later. He's a Vancouver Canucks fan. You're very valuable to us because we don't have enough Canucks representation on this show. So... Don't let it go to your head. <laughs> I'll wear my jersey. Talking Blue Jays next on Game Plus Television WQEE podcast and YouTube live. PlayNow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. A site with hundreds of slot games, your favorite live table games, and the PlayNow Sportsbook. Head over to www.playnow.com slash rpshow to claim your $50 casino reward. That's www.playnow.com slash rpshow for your $50 casino reward. PlayNow.com 19 plus. Use your game sense. It is daytime sports talk at its best from Century Downs Racetrack and Casino. What a Monday. What a sad news to pass along. It's been a bad day. Not the Stephen McAdoo thing. He's demoted as offensive coordinator of Edmonton. Canada lost at the World Women's Cup. And now we have news. And they're out. And now we have news that Pee Wee Herman has passed away at the age of 70. Pee-wee Herman is a comic fictional character created and portrayed by American comedian Paul Rubens. He starred in films and television series during the 1980s. And as the stage performance uh, got further popularity, Paul Rubens took the character Pee-wee Herman to motion picture with Pee-wee's Big Adventure in 1985. Don't Google any more than that. Pee-wee Herman passing away today at the age of 70. Condolences to his family. Let's bring in Craig Ballard. Well, that, the best news is about the Toronto Blue Jays, I think. Coming off some series wins against West Coast teams. Craig, welcome back from the Locked On Blue Jays podcast. Uh, appreciate you, man. How, where are you on the Jays these days? Thumbs up or thumbs down? Well, first of all, Rod, great to be back on with you. Second of all, I mean, shout out to Pee Wee's Playhouse, right? Can we take a quick second here? Shout out to Pee Wee's Playhouse. That was a great show. You say whatever okay. you need. You take the time. He deserves it. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, I agree. I agree. I also agree with your sentiment to don't Google further. Okay, let's move on. Yeah, Toronto Blue Jays. Yeah, yeah. I'm very, very excited about the team right now. The the last couple months, they actually have the best record in all of baseball. I mean, is that going to work? Is that good? So, so yes, very excited about the Blue Jays. I, I think the the trade deadline is going to improve them even further. We're already out of the gate with that. This Jordan Hicks trade is a real deal. 
benefit for for at least the 2023 Toronto Blue Jays. I hope going forward as well. Sure to see some more trades coming later today and tomorrow. And that's off the field. On the field, the first place, I don't know how this happened, but the first place Baltimore Orioles are in town for four this week, Rod. So off the field, business is picking up. On the field, business is picking up. It is a key series for sure. And you know, the last time, Craig, you were on, um, Alec Manoa had just been sent down to the minors. And you were saying, we don't know what's wrong with him. In retrospect now, and he seems to have uh, found what he lost. He really does. What do you think was wrong with him? Boy, I, Rod, I so sincerely wish I had a better answer coming for you on this. And it's simply because I, in all my years watching baseball, I've never seen a scenario like this. People you know, uh, bring up the comparison of Roy Halladay. Well, when Roy Halladay was sent back to the minor leagues, he was not coming off a season where he was number three in baseball in Cy Young voting. And in 2021, Alec Manoa was absolutely incredible as well. So to see that level of fall from grace, I've just not seen it before. And for the rest of the season, if you're the Toronto Blue Jays, I mean, I, I still do think we see Alec Manoa get back to being that one or two in your rotation, but certainly not in 2023. There's some work that needs to take place in the offseason. Seems like there might be some work to do between the ears as well in the offseason, but I, I do still think that that can improve. But for the rest of this season, Rod, I don't know what we're going to get from Alec Manoa. My goodness, I, I hope the Blue Jays have put themselves in a situation with Kevin Gosman and Barrios well at the top of the rotation. I hope the Blue Jays are in a spot where they'd be fine with having Manoa be more like the three or the four, because I just don't see him getting back to being that one and that two. Yes, we've seen flashes of, of some improvements from Alec Manoa, but certainly nothing consistent where we think that the Alec Manoa, Alec Manoa is back. And we're going to have to see, Rod, we're going to have to see how he responds in his next time out. That, that hitting hitting that player in the face the other day uh, to end his game on that was on Saturday afternoon, that's a very big deal, Rob. That is a very big deal. So between the ears, we're going to have to see what Alec Manoa looks like for the rest of this season. But overall, yeah, it was a, traumatic, situ a yes. traumatic situation for everybody involved. By the way, that powder blue lid at your right elbow, was that what the Jays wore on Canada Day? That splashy little number that I fell in love with oh, so much? Wish. This is, a, this is an all-star game uh, throwback. This is from the when the Jays hosted the all-star game in uh, 91. This little, yeah, I love this one right here, yeah. Whoa. No, this is not uh, related, no. Well, that one was hot, too. Everything, everything Blue Jays. Give me it all. Absolutely. Um, on the Jordan Hicks trade, so basically to Ross Atkins say and John Schneider that we've had enough Mickey Mouse in our bullpen. Jordan Romano can't decide whether he's healthy or not, so we need to get a guy in here that can close out games. Or um, What led to that deal, do you think? Not just the closeout games. I mean, the Jordan Romano, even before he had this actual injury, he was breaking down you know, a, a huge workload. Eric Swanson comes into this season. His career high for appearances is at 57. He's already at 49. Jimmy Garcia is already at 48. Uh, 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 Nate Pearson. Nate Pearson comes into this season with 17 career appearances on the big league level. He's at 30 this season. Uh, Trevor Richards is on pace for by far his highest innings pitched as, as a reliever. So the workload it was just uh, untenable. It, it just it, It's not something that could, that could continue. Yes, Chad Green, we hope, is around the corner, and he's going to be massive for this team. But there had to be another addition. And so from, from that standpoint, I love this Jordan Hicks move now. So you needed another addition to help the other arms. Now, what about the addition itself? Can he stand on his own on his own as an asset? Oh, yes, he can. Oh, yes, he can. Uh, this guy, my goodness, uh, he, he has 
multiple, he has a couple different pitches that he throws, Rod, that average over 100 miles per hour. Uh, he's topped out this season at 104 miles per hour. Now, I do want to say about Jordan Hicks, I, I do want to caution the fans. Um, there's not a lot of three-up, three-down innings. I'll say that. Uh, the, the little bit of control issues, so there'll be a walk in there, maybe a hit in there. But the thing about Jordan Hicks is his stuff is so nasty that it's next to impossible to string together a streak of three or four quality at-bats in a row where you're getting a couple hits and maybe a walk in there to rally to score a run. And it's every bit as difficult to square up the fastball to just hit a home run and instantly put runs up on the board. So I don't think you're going to end up looking like me with the bald head, but just yeah. know that there won't be a lot of three up, three down innings with Jordan Hicks. But the, the at the end of the inning, you're still going to be happy. That's still going to be a, a success. So Jordan Hicks, he walks in the door to really help lengthen the depth in this bullpen. But I also think that right away, too, we'll see him get some high leverage opportunities, some eighth and ninth inning opportunities. And the timing of the trade rod is very interesting because if this trade came down to the trade deadline, we talk about Baltimore being in town. If it came down to the trade deadline, then he probably, Jordan Hicks probably misses this entire Orioles series. As is, he should get here and, and be able to pitch and contribute in the series. So this is a trade that we could see pay dividends right away. Uh, only time for one more question. We've got about two or three minutes, but wonderful Blue Jays analysis and great comments coming in from the audience. And I'll get to as many as I can. Um, Chad in Lethbridge says, great trade. Jordan Hicks, huge pickup. 104 mile an hour fastball. Kikuchi's turned around. Manoa's pitching better. I think the six-man rotation will help immensely. Um, from Richard Holdridge in Columbus, Georgia, he says, great show. Thank you, Richard. We're going to be going on his show uh, coming up later on this afternoon. He's a baseball guy. And the Braves, I saw today, well, I don't know where the power rankings I were reading. The Braves ranked number one overall in the majors. The Blue Jays were seventh. So I'll get to that in a second. And Robin, and, uh, and thank you, Richard, for tuning in. I can't wait to be on your show this afternoon. Robin says, Craig, now with a balanced schedule, is there a need for divisions in baseball? For instance, the Twins were in a playoff spot of 54 and 53. They'd be in last in the American League East. Could you imagine them just erasing the lines of the divisions and making them? What do you think about that? I hope they don't. No, I don't. And, and there's a few things. It's a great question. Uh, thank you so much for a great question. Um, there's, there's a few things in play here. Uh, first of all, the, when, when the expansion happened and you went from American League East, American League West to a central team in there now, the Toronto Blue Jays were slated to go in that central and they screamed bloody murder. They kicked up a fuss. They said, absolutely not. You keep us in the American League East. Because the Toronto Blue Jays, from a business standpoint, want those gates when the Boston Red Sox come to town, want those gates when the New York Yankees come to town, and they don't want to see even less games with that. So even if there was an, even if there's a choice that the Toronto Blue Jays could make, believe it or not, they would want to stay in this division. Now, I certainly hear the, I certainly hear your points, right? Because I mean, the AL East this season, <laughs> AL East this season is the reason for the bald head. If we're being honest, my goodness, it is incredible. But it's it's all it's. To, to one version or another, Rod, it's always been like this. Uh, I, I was uh, looking back the other day at, at, at a couple of Blue Jays seasons in the in the 90s and the 2000s. Well, my goodness, the Blue Jays in 1989 at the trade deadline, they're under 500. They're in second place in the American League East. If they were in the American League West, they'd be in the last place. So this, this has ebb and flow to it. I know with the Yankees and the Red Sox ability to spend, it seems like it's always going to be daunting in this division. But honestly, from a business standpoint, the Toronto Blue Jays wouldn't have it any other way. So anybody hoping that the Blue Jays, you know, are going to be out of this division at some point, even if they're given the choice, Rod, they'll turn it down. 
Isn't that something? Man, I appreciate the insight. I did not know that. Craig Ballard, Locked On Blue Jays podcast. Thanks, man. Enjoy the rest of the run, and we'll be uh, we'll catch up with you in August. Thanks so much, Rod. Shout out to you and your entire crew. Just a great job there. How about that? Thank you, pal. Appreciate it. I would say right back at you. We are going to have an audience takeover when we return and a sports update. They really want to talk about all the topics we've been discussing today. We'll be right back live from Century Downs Racetrack and Casino on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio, your southern home of sports and talk in Atlanta, Georgia, and also podcast and YouTube live. Officially calling it Black Monday, don't you know? Breaking news, and it's all bad. Canada losing to the host Australians. The Matildas, 4 nothing at the World Women's Cup. They done. They're coming home. Stephen McAdoo out as the offensive coordinator of the Edmonton Elks. And from the EMJ Marketing text line, they all want to talk about the Elks. And Pee Wee Herman. Paul Rubens passing away at the age of 70 due to a, due to a battle with cancer. Kevin the Medium rejoins us here. That's, that's, they say bad news comes in threes, and maybe Edmonton fans don't think it's bad news at all. But uh, I'm sure you were a Pee Wee Herman fan. How could I you not was. be? I don't think I, I can't really say I was a Pee Wee Herman fan. I mean, obviously. It's hilarious, we man. Him. We laughed. I'm shocked that he was 70, but then when I was sitting here thinking about it, I'm almost 60, so that would it was make 40 sense. years ago, bro. Yeah. That he rose to prominence with Pee Wee's Playhouse. 40 years? 1985 is when he was, wow. his movie came out. Yeah, okay. I know. Do the math. We're, we're old. And don't Google them, kids. <laughs> don't. Just take my word for it. Pee Wee Herman passing we'll thank away. Thank him later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a family show. I'm very excited to be going on with Richard Holdridge this afternoon. WQEE Atlanta. They love us down there. I don't know why. Don't ask me why because I don't know. It doesn't do. matter. It doesn't. It also, it doesn't matter exactly. Ooh. Shout out to you, Ryan O'Radio. I saw you writing in earlier from the radio penitentiary, Ryan O'Neill. Best show on radio right now. To anywhere, you're the best man. Um, before we go any further, you wanted to say hey and thank you. Yes, to a good friend of ours. Good friend Craig Campbell set us up. We were out in Toronto on Saturday, and he set us up with passes to go into the hockey hall of fame if you ever get a chance you're in toronto and you haven't been there check it out it is amazing we're only there for a couple hours i could have spent 10 hours oh yeah amazing thank you for hooking our boy up craig you're the best appreciate you he came here for uh cfl news back in the day and that's what we're at here now um wayne is watching on on game plus in television he says hi rod elks culture is a problem and also i believe the board hired the gm chris jones before they hired victor quay he says keep up the great work he goes usually they hire the president before the gym do you all remember in december when that went down and i said this seems kind of ass backwards to me no no rod you don't know anything what do you know i don't don't know anything yeah okay how's it how's that working for you and Max in Edmonton, 
Sorry, Max in Toronto writes and he says some people keep blaming the Elks community ownership for this, saying they need a private owner. Do you think this is bogus? Yes, I do, because when they were winning 14 Grey Cups and were in the playoffs 35 years in a row, they had community ownership then too. It's not about that. It's about having the proper people in the proper roles. Why am I speaking Mandarin? <laughs> Why are they not, not understand this? Well, and uh, that's what I, we were good. We talked about it in the last segment when I was on. It's not a curse. It's not because they changed their names. They just have to find the right people in the right roles to put it all together. And I don't think Jones has been given a, enough of an opportunity yet. A lot of people are calling for his head. He's won everywhere he's went. Um, he will turn it around, hopefully. It'll be good for the league. Well, I'm trying to remember. You were traveling Saturday night back from Tirana. Tirana. Hey, thank you, Rich in Edmonton. Guy says he doesn't follow the CFL, but I think that's only because your team's junk, Rich. <laughs> He's a huge Oiler fan, and he says, here, here, Rod, 100%, bang on. Thank you. Thank you. And that's why I need to practice meditation and self-care and get everybody out of my head listening to people that don't know what they're talking about. And by the way, Serena's here, and if I, we had, if we'd had more time today, I'd put her on now. But I'm giving her more time tomorrow because she's got a lot of things to talk about. So for the Edmonton sports fans, particularly Oilers fans, tune in tomorrow because she'll give you her thoughts and answer all your questions on not all kinds of things. And you think she'll talk about the Oilers? She has to talk about the Oilers because people <laughs> are talking, asking me, "What's Serena think about this?" I don't know. Ask her. When she, I don't speak for her. Wouldn't try, right? Smart man. Yeah, that's true. People say a lot of things about me, but they don't say ever that I don't work hard or that I'm not smart. Um, John in Edmonton says, or sorry, John in Winnipeg. Elks lose in two official languages now, right, Rod? Yes, Punjabi and English. They had the first Punjabi telecast. Was that that was, was that Saturday? Yes. Yes. Um, Arlen Bruce the third says uh, he writes it. He says, "Bro, don't take this personal." But if Chris Jones was pinball Clemens at zero and seven, he would have been dismissed weeks ago. Ooh. Please make it make sense. I get what you're saying, and I can't say that you're right or wrong. But Pinner wouldn't be zero and seven. So, <laughs> true story. You know what I mean? True story. Uh, hockey. Hey, listen, tomorrow we gotta, we, we don't have time here. Paul in Edmonton says, a study in contrasting broadcasting styles, Matt Dunnigan versus Paul Lapolis. I gotta start watching with a sound up, I guess, because I didn't listen to Lapo because I didn't have the sound up to the game last night. Where I was with you. I we didn't even hear it. I actually listened to the last quarter, and Lapo was good. Okay, Vegas Golden Knights, will they repeat as Stanley Cup champions? I'm saying yes for Key Auto Group. I'm saying no with, you two, have to. with capital N and a capital O. They will not... They won't even make it past the first round. How about that? How about that? Kevin comes in here dropping bombs. You know my feeling about the Vegas Knights. I'm not a fan. Well, you're a Vancouver fan, which means you're full of hate and anger. We need to work on that. Don't trigger me. Allie in Texarkana says, yay, a Serena day. <laughs> oh, boy. That's tomorrow, <laughs> noon Eastern. See you then. Who has more fun than us? <laughs>
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.